All right, I have a mini for the record this week. It's not pertaining to any recent episode, but it's actually pertaining to, I think, our very first episode. I had said that Marie Kondo was a cleaning guru, and I was not familiar with her enough to know she's a tidying guru instead of a cleaning guru. That is (laughs) a very small distinction. (laughs) It's always haunted me, (laughs) because I was lightly familiar with Marie Kondo at that time, and I'd just read some articles about her, but then when I saw her show, you know, tidying up, I was like, oh, tidying, not cleaning. She's not, like, spraying, and (laughs) she's, like, picking up and organizing. So anyway, there are definitely the listeners record. who have been silently judging you about this. <laughs> I think they listened to that first episode and just couldn't continue because it wasn't I accurate. I know. So if any of you are in that situation, come on back. It's okay. Well, Leah's <laughs> fixed it now. Yes. Yeah, I realize, Jill, I'm the one who has the for the records all the time. Uh, you know, I haven't felt compelled to correct anything. There are always little things that I don't like or I'm like, oh, I would have said that differently. But I don't think enough to form a for the record. I'm like, oh, that's just more work. <laughs> yeah, two weeks later. <laughs> right, right. Or right. in this case, a year later. Yeah, not to say that I won't do it. I'm sure there will be a time where I feel the need to do that. All right. Well, I'm glad I've set the record straight and I can rest easy now. <laughs> One less thing to torture yourself about. Conclude <laughs> for the record. Welcome to Semi Together, a podcast about having some of your life together all of the time. It's about working on where you want to get it together while giving yourself credit for where you've got it together. I'm Malia Dicker, and I'm in Jackson, Mississippi. And I'm her sister, Jillian Burgess, and I live in Barcelona, Spain. In today's episode, we're looking at how we've done with our 19 for 2019 lists of goals. But first, before we get into that topic, we wanted to thank our newest patron, Melissa Hamilton. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast and helping us grow. We so appreciate it. We love you. We love you. Thank you. And if you're interested in becoming a patron, you can find us at patreon.com slash semi-together. Now we'll get into today's topic, wrapping up the year. Yes, and at the beginning of the last few years, we were inspired by the Happier with Gretchen Rubin podcast to make 18 for 2018 and 19 for 2019 lists of goals for the year. So instead of doing just a one New Year's resolution, we had these longer lists of different things, a combination of some habit changes, some one-time actions, some just for fun, some others that are for our own good. I found it's really great to have that mix and it's nice to have the variety instead of just one resolution. Yeah, I felt like it's a lot more fun and a lot more doable to have a 19, which is just a paradox. It seems like it would be more overwhelming to do 18 or 19 things, but it's more freeing because it's less pressure on just one New Year's resolution that you kind of like fail at or succeed at or forget about. Right, exactly. It is kind of a pass fail with a regular New Year's resolution, but this you you diversify a little bit. So maybe diversified risk. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's our portfolio of resolutions. (laughs) I like. (laughs) Yes. So I found that when I hear about other people's goals, I get a lot of new inspiration and ideas for my own. So we hope running through ours is useful to you. Jill and I have not checked in with each other about these goals since episode 19, the year so far. So we are looking forward to hearing the updates ourselves. Yes, definitely. I love listening to other people's or reading other people's goals for the year, their 19 for 2019 lists or New Year's resolutions. So we hope that this is interesting, inspiring, and gets you thinking about what you want to be doing in the next year. So Malia and I both independently used a zero to five scale to rate 
our progress. So zero is no progress and five is major progress or completed. Yeah, and zero is not yet is how I frame it. Yes. Oh, that's right. That's a much better way of saying like instead of you have failed utterly, it's not yet or it's, you know, maybe not a priority. Yes. So my first one, number one is renew passport, which I did. Um, Yes, I do not have it in hand yet. I sent it in a couple weeks ago to the the consulate here and I'm waiting for it to come back. Uh, A little bit antsy about it because I have a flight at the end of the month, mm. but I did plan enough time that it theoretically will get here. So that's great. that was a big one. So for the passport renewal, that's I give myself a five. Ooh, yes. Accomplished. Um, thank you. So nice to cross that off. Number two on my list was sign up for a new CSA, which is community supported agriculture. So you get like a basket of veggies and fruit. And I give myself a four on this because we found a new place in our neighborhood that has a drop off point from a farm outside the city. And it's great. It's very flexible. You don't have to sign up for a subscription that's ongoing. You just kind of sign up for the week that you want, Mm. um, which is great for us. But it's also hard to like remember to do it. Mm -hmm. So we haven't done it in a little while because we've had visitors, we're traveling. So I still give us credit for finding it and for using it, you know, a lot throughout the year, but there's been a gap. Mm. So number three, release one product for Semi Together. So I give myself a five on this because, yes, we released the How to Make Time for What Fuels You workbook. We sure did. Which, (laughs) yes, if you haven't checked it out, I recommend it. Yes, subscribepage.com slash fuel. (laughs) Yes, very good. I'm impressed you remember the the URL. (laughs) I looked it up for my own (laughs) because it's on my list as well. (laughs) Nice. So that is a five for sure. Number four on my list is release a semi-together episode every two weeks. And I also give myself a five on this one because... We, we did take a season break from full episodes, but we did mini-sodes during that time every two weeks. Mm-hmm. So count it. Yes. Number five is go to Tales of the Cocktail in New Orleans, which we totally did. Yay. We went together. So that is a five as well. And that was really fun because Malia, you and Darren came down for a couple of days and we got to hang out together and record an episode together. Um, episode 21, personality types in relationships and life with the dudes, mm-hmm. our husbands. <laughs> Those are my favorite episodes, by the way, with the dudes. Me too. <laughs> Me too. And I've heard from listeners that they enjoy them too. So yeah, we'll have to bring the dudes in yeah. for future episodes. <laughs> if they're lucky. For sure. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Number six on my list is release 12 new Tipsy Pertuti pins. So that's the, the side business that Brian and I have, which is mostly Brian's work. I give that a three. So we have released several new pins this year and Brian's done awesome work with the marketing and sales, but it hasn't been one per month as we had intended. Yeah. I mean, Um, those take a lot to design and to submit and to do all the marketing around, right? So. Right, right. So I feel like there was, there's some adjustment of expectations on that. Yeah. How many did Um, you end up doing? Um, let's see. I think that we have six now. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, it probably just like sets the benchmark for like what's actually doable for next year. Totally. Totally. Because yeah, and Brian's also running, you know, he has two other jobs. So it was a good, <laughs> a good reminder that, you know, we can't do everything. Right. <laughs> Number seven on my list is plan trips to at least two new places, which I give myself a five on. Yay. This was a fun one, obviously. So I've done lots of just sort of short jaunts to towns near Barcelona. But then big ones, I went to Turin, Italy with two girlfriends this winter in February, I think, or March. Mm-hmm. And then we're planning a trip to Lisbon for the holidays. So we arrived December 31st. So that one I count right under the wire. <laughs> you planned um, it well. Yes, exactly. I didn't do it on purpose, but I like it. <laughs> 
number eight is schedule two medical checkups. So this one I did not do so well on. <laughs> you know, I'm very good with all the fun stuff, <laughs> but like medical appointments. Um, so I give myself a two. I did get enrolled in the medical system here mm-hmm. in Spain after putting it off for a really long time because we have U.S. insurance as well. But I did have to go to the doctor a few times this year, so I was grateful to be in the system. Yeah. And I still have one major appointment that I, I need to do like soon. Mm. Whenever it arises, you know, you're like, thank you, Pastel, for getting me set up for when I, I actually know. need it, like urgently. Yes. Re- I was very grateful for that. So that is, yeah, maybe a 2.5. We'll round up. Definitely <laughs> count um, it. <laughs> yeah, count it. Number nine is print and change out new photos for the hallway. I'm going to combine that with number 10, which is hang travel photos. I get a zero on both of those. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> I, yeah, I did nothing. I did nothing on those. Why is it so hard? It's like, I, I did know. the same thing here. I know. And so I think this is the second year I've had this these things on my list. And I'm going to have to remove them for next year because it's just really demoralizing <laughs> to keep not doing them every year. <laughs> Clearly, it wasn't a priority, even though I know it will make me happy when I someday complete that task. Yeah, well, at least the old photos make you happy, too, seeing the old memories. <laughs> yes, absolutely. The, the hallway pictures that we have up right now, the snapshots, do make me happy, even though... I would like to mix them up someday. (laughs) Okay, so number 11 on my list is go to a class at the gym. Well, I had it as 12 times a month at the beginning of the year, and I quickly adjusted that to eight times a Mm -hmm. month. And I've made some progress here. I give myself like 2.5 because the last couple of months, I feel like I finally figured out how to do this right because I had it as my goal to go to a class at the gym instead of just going to the gym. Mm. So it's much easier if I just set the bar as go to the gym. So if I do the elliptical or the rowing machine or whatever it is for a short period of time, it's still better than not going. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, obviously, even though I, I want to go to Zumba or an aqua aerobics class or a Pilates class, and I'm happy when I do that. But I've been much better just going when I'm like, okay, I'm just going to do a machine for 30 minutes or 40 minutes, whatever. Mm -hmm. That's a lot. Like I get 15 because of my schedule and I'm like, well, this is what I got these days. But it's like, it takes longer to get ready to go to the gym and to get ready after the gym than I actually spend on the equipment. (laughs) But you know, then there's crunches and all. So 30 minutes, basically 20 to 30. But oh, that's great. But yes, that's great. Whatever you can get is better than nothing. (laughs) It's absolutely true. Yes. There are some days where I just have 20 minutes and that's better than nothing. Mm So I'm adjusting that goal for the next year to make it more reasonable. Awesome. Number 12 is connect with faraway friends and family via text at least once a week. And I give myself a major progress in that four, four or five. Yeah, because yeah, technology is so amazing. We've talked about this before, but just having WhatsApp and iMessage and different threads, uh, group chats, where I can just connect with friends and family really easily. Mm -hmm. So I'm still trying to make an effort to reach out to folks individually when I think about them. That's a work in progress. But with the group chats, I feel like I'm in good contact with a lot of the people I love. And it's so great to just like when you have a thought that pops into your head, and it's something that reminds you of somebody, you just send it. And then it just sparks a short conversation. And just that little touch point, it makes a big difference. It does. It does. It makes me super happy when either I initiate it or a friend does. And it's just those little moments of connection when we don't get to see each other as often as I want. Yeah, it matters. It does. Number 13 is journal and or meditate three times a week. So I've made some progress here. I'll give myself a Mm 2.5. I've been doing the three good things journaling we've talked about before fairly regularly, not every single night, but I've been trying to write down three good things from the day whenever I think about it. Mm -hmm. 
Meditation, I still haven't really figured that one out. <laughs> we have a subscription to the Headspace app, which Brian uses every day. Mm-hmm. I did a little bit at the beginning of the year, but haven't really found a time that I do it consistently. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Yeah, that's definitely key or tying it to some kind of habit. Yeah, like coffee. Exactly. So that's an open question. I'm looking for a solution on that. Number 14 was make a batch of hard apple cider that I'm happy with. This I give major progress. We'll give that a four. Mm-hmm. Because we made two batches of cider this past year. Brian and I did one ourselves. And then we had uh, friends come over the second time, which was super fun. Because just kind of chopping up the apples and squeezing out the juice and adding the yeast. And it it was just really fun. Like a new project, something we hadn't made before. Yeah. How many people can say they've made apple cider with friends or at (laughs) all? Yeah. And it was good, too. So you're giving yourself not full credit because you're not quite happy with it yet? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you made two batches. I I feel like you should get a five. All right. I know. Because I'm like... All right. No, I did like it, but it could always be better. But that's a bit of perfectionism. So, all right. Full credit. Five stars. (laughs) Because you basically, I mean, you like, you said make a batch when you're happy with, right? So you made two batches that you're like almost happy with. So that's definitely a five. Yes. And I was happy enough to drink all, like we drank all of it. Right. There you go. Yes. Yes. Good call. Yes. (laughs) Number 15 was make a batch of bitters, which is a zero. I did nothing on that. I like that idea still. We have a book or two on making bitters and it's a project Brian and I have talked about, but it just wasn't, it wasn't a priority this year. Mm -hmm. Number 16 is go on a hike or a local adventure once a month. That I give myself a five on because I think I've done that every single month. Yeah. It seems you guys Um, have been going pretty often. That's great. Yeah. I like that because it's flexible enough for the seasons. Like we don't hike during the hot months because it's just unbearable Mm -hmm. but we will you know go to a beach outside the city or you know go to a new town or something so this has been a really fun thing that just encourages something I like doing anyway just going on a hike going to check out something new Mm -hmm. yeah the pictures Uh, you've taken on your hikes are so pretty it's been so beautiful the weather has been just gorgeous and crisp and I really have enjoyed hiking more the last couple of months yeah and you said that you guys have done some business chats on you know in reflection on your personal goals it's a great time to connect with each other and then also get some stuff done in your lives yeah exactly I mean you're just kind of doing you're just walking for a little while so there's nothing else to do there's no distractions it's a really (laughs) nice time to chat about whatever mind body spirit progress indeed Let's see. Number 17 was plan a monthly friends get together in Barcelona. So this started off really strong. I'll give myself a three overall because at the start of the year, I did it every month. And then around June, when the summer started, I just stopped and did not pick it back up. (laughs) Yeah, it was like, okay, I'll take the summer off and then we'll get back into it in the fall. And then we had just a ton of visitors and things going on in September and October. So it didn't happen. I was talking about this with a friend this past week, and he generously pointed out that we tend to see each other more in the fall and winter anyway, because there are holiday holiday parties and just things going on. So he's like, yeah, it's just kind of something that happens like naturally. I'm like, okay, thanks. I'll I'll take that and start (laughs) again next year. (laughs) That's good. It is something that was really fun. Like people enjoyed it. And it was nice to just have a, a once a month happy hour where people could drop in if they could and if not come by the next month Mm -hmm. um so i would like to reinstitute that in january number 18 is take on two more paid work projects or clients that i'm excited about and that i'll give that a four it was true at one point now i just have one in particular that's been really good and consistent Mm -hmm. and a few that have been maybe one-off projects that i would like to continue with so we'll see but i'll give that a solid four that's great yeah And then the final one, number 19, is find a new Spanish tutor 
or restart lessons with the previous one. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of a zero. <laughs> Unfortunately, my tutor that I really liked has stopped teaching. And so I'd emailed her at the beginning of the year seeing if she had restarted lessons and she hadn't. And then I just did nothing with that. So <laughs> that's a bummer. I really want to revisit that and get in the habit of taking lessons again. But I wonder if she could recommend anybody, like whether the place she worked before she knew somebody or just someone else she knows, because it could be anywhere in the world. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, if she yeah, knows I'll, someone I'll cool, then, I'm, then that might be a good fit for you too. Thank you. Yeah, that's a good idea. I like the word of mouth recommendation. So anyway, that is my 19 for 19. Wow. I feel like there was a lot of progress. Yeah, on that. I feel I feel good about it. I feel better about it than the previous year, I think. And it's nice to see, like, just even moving the needle a little bit, even on the things I give myself, like, a two or a three. Right. I like it better than just pass or fail. (laughs) It's just like a little rating (laughs) system. Yes, absolutely. So what about you, Molly? I'm excited to hear your progress. Okay. So I have my chart in front of me. I have a star chart, as we've talked about, that I print out and then I post on my the side of my fridge. Darren and I cleared out the front of our fridge, which was really nice and part of our organization effort. So the downside is I don't see the thing like when I go to get the milk or anything like that. So I kind of forget to star my chart often. But mm-hmm. you know, I've been maybe two or three times a week instead of every night putting stars. And my overall goal for 2019 was tighten up and lighten up. And I'd say I'd give myself a three for tighten up. I joined a gym, which was great progress. Yes. (laughs) And then I've been going one to three times a week on average. So that's been really super convenient. It's across the street from my work. And then the other meaning of tighten up was money management. So that one, I would say give like a one. We have not done too much on that, unfortunately. But that is a major, major goal for 2020. And lighten up, I would say probably out of three as well, because I am more aware of when I'm being too serious and too grumpy. (laughs) And sometimes I can scale it back and like take a breath and be more playful, like with the kids or with Darren. It's mostly with the kids, especially Evan, who really knows how to push my buttons. And I I take the bait a lot of the time. (laughs) But I'm like, I see what you're doing. So he's antagonizing you. (laughs) (laughs) So my first goal was make and maintain a budget and bill paying schedule, no late fees. So I give myself a one on that one. It's the money management specifics. And Darren and I started out the year pretty strong with our weekly meetup. And we used to do this when I was working in a different organization. And I would come to to Creative Distillery's office and meet with him. But now that we're in the same workspace, I think it's just more casual. We're just used to having just like a normal lunch. And so it feels like more of a lift to actually do like open up the budget, open up our bank account pay bills so we just really have to commit and I've just like moved it around on the schedule a lot so Mm. I need to honor that scheduled appointment number two sub kid friendly words for curse words (laughs) how is that going it's a one maybe even a (laughs) 0.5 this is the one that has been probably the most challenging for me because again I'm very reactive and I let the GDs and the JCs fly. I have made some progress with the like ga or uh, or geez. So just like one syllable instead of having the fiddle dd or you know right, which or darn you know, it's fine, but yeah. <laughs> So that one really needs some work still. And so far, knock on wood, the kids have not repeated anything I've said, but Evan knowing how to press my buttons, it's just around the corner. So, Oh, yeah, that's tough. Really I mean, need to have more self-control. I have a hard time not swearing in general. So especially when really aggravated, that's a big challenge. <laughs> there have been times where I'm driving and someone cuts me off, I swear, and I look in the back seat and I'm like thinking it's the kids and it's Lily, our dog. I'm like, oh, okay, you, you're not going to learn <laughs> swear right. words. It's okay. All right, <laughs> Off cool, the hook. Lily. Number three, 
meditate in some form every day, including micro meditations. And I'll give myself, I I had a three, but I think I'll do a four because my rule is for myself that when I'm up before the kids, which doesn't happen very often, usually they wake me up at six on the dot, then I'll meditate. If I, if it's quiet, if it's dark, I'll meditate. And then usually that meditation is interrupted, but I use the Calm app and there's just really great guided meditations on how to manage anger and stress. And so I've been doing those just as I can. And then micro meditations on the days where I don't do those regular meditations where I'm just like walking down the hallway and I'm paying attention to my footsteps and I'm just breathing and I'll do the three breath pause before I go back into the office. So yeah, that's been really, really good just to incorporate that and like remember to do it. That's really great. All those little changes are, are really powerful. though. Yeah, it makes a difference. And just having the framing of the meditations calm is just, I really recommend that. I know Headspace is really good too. I use that for a little bit. I like the free version of calm a lot. Yeah, the sleep stories. I use it every single day because I'm up in the middle of the night every single night. <laughs> Still, whether it's just me or the cat or one of our children. So it gets <laughs> me back to sleep. Number four, Marie Kondo the house to spark joy and open bandwidth. And I give ourselves a four on this one. Only a four? I feel well, like y'all deserve a five. <laughs> okay. You've done so much. Okay. I'll give myself a five because we really have done a lot. Like we have done a lot of the weekends where we zoom in on one area. I just did the holiday gift wrap and birthday gift wrap closet. We have a closet that oh, has, wow. yeah, it's all like it was stuffed in two different fabric boxes. And because I wanted to take an inventory before buying new gift wrap and tags and stuff, I'm like, okay. Okay, I'm going to organize this. So now they're labeled, they're separated. I can see each gift bag, each thing of tissue paper. It's beautiful. Wow. So <laughs> I have never had that. That's amazing. Yes. I will take a picture and post it because I was so proud. Please do. <laughs> um, yes, celebrate that victory. That's huge. Yes. And of course, before you organize your stuff, get rid of stuff. And we've done a lot. We've mm-hmm. taken carloads to Goodwill and it just, the house really feels lighter every time. So, and we just generally know where things are, which is awesome when we're looking for something like where the tape measure is before we're going to Lowe's. And the house is just easier to tidy up because everything has a home. That's fantastic. I'm Yay. very inspired by by your progress yes. because that I also want to do that. Lots of progress. Number five, tidy up after myself after each activity and teach the kids to do the same. I'll give myself a four because, again, it is easier to tidy up now that we have a home for most things. And I'm just more conscious of it. I'm like, okay, before we get in the bath, before we go to bed, pick up your room. Mm-hmm. And they are getting used to that instead of fighting me tooth and nail. <laughs> nice. Yes. Hey, that's huge. Yes. Number six, de-escalate when angry. This one has not had much progress. This has a two, I would say, <laughs> because I just, even in the moment, I'm like, de-escalate, de-escalate. You know, I just, I think I need to start walking away and say, I'll be right back and come back and take mm-hmm. a breath because it's very difficult. But when I realize it, when I am conscious of it, I can de-escalate. Even that realization is progress. Yeah, it really is. The awareness is the first step. <laughs> and soften as a, a mantra has been really, really helpful because whether to myself or to Darren or to the kids or person in traffic, I'm just like, you don't know what is on their mind, what they're going through, if it's a stranger. And then with the kids, like, okay, he's not giving me a hard time. He's having a hard time. I have to repeat Mm. that to myself sometimes. Seven, warm hellos and goodbyes. I give myself a three, maybe 3.5. I've been pretty conscious of this. Like before Darren and Evan leave the house in the mornings, like sometimes I'll run out of a room and be like, wait, let me give you a hug and kiss. And yeah, before bed, good night, I love you. And it's really sweet. Even if it's been a challenging day or something, it just ends the day on a good note and you get that hit of oxytocin to bond. Yeah, (laughs) you get your little snuggle, even if (laughs) they've driven you a little mad that day. (laughs) 
Number eight, set and stick to bedtimes for the kids and us. I give ourselves a, I'm going to say a 4.5 on this one. We've been, yeah, the kids, I mean, it's been game changing. The low dose of melatonin that we give them to get them in bed at 8.30 instead of 9.30 every night. And they don't fight me as hard before bed. So I'm not super stressed. It's not the worst part of my day anymore. Oh, good. Yes. It just opened up, you know, an extra hour for us. And then I can actually get to bed at more like 11. 10.45 or 11 instead of 11.30 or 11.45. So basically everything's moved back an hour and we're getting more sleep. Oh, that's wonderful for all of you. All of us. The house is calmer. Number nine, read or listen to six books. This one has a five plus because, yes, yes, I think I should have checked before this episode, but I think it's 14. It's wow. Yes. Audiobooks, seriously, game changing because I, yeah, the first part of the year I read physical books and it was very slow. I was behind. And then once I got audiobooks, I'm like, ahead of my own goal and this is it's not an achievement thing it's really just to bring reading back in my life so the number more counts because I'm getting that enjoyment and knowledge and wisdom instead of like oh look at me I'm so smart (laughs) just for the record (laughs) so I don't save myself the time next episode (laughs) yes but that's so wonderful that you have that time now with books again that's wonderful I know it's been a goal for a long time so Yay. Number 10, give full focus and attention to the people and task at hand. Put down the device. I give myself a 2.5 out of 5 because I am more aware, but sometimes when I'm in the middle of something, I get so deep into it and so focused that it feels like I need to come up for air, like I'm diving in the ocean and it feels so painful to come up and surface and listen to what people are asking me or respond in a present way. So sometimes I'll just nod my head, give a stock response to the kids if they're saying something to me when I'm in the middle of something. And it's better just to say, wait, Wait a second, mommy's in the middle of something and then pick it up with presents. <laughs> right. No, and I think that's a good compromise. You know, yeah. if you're really in the middle of something and just like, okay, give me a second and then I will give you my full attention. Yes. Because so many of the mistakes or things I forget or whatever is because I'm interrupted. And so Darren was saying the kids need to learn to wait. So if they ask right. us for something, then if they can have it, say, yes, wait until I'm done with this. And then that just stretches mm-hmm. out their time that they can have more patience. So it's a win It's a good life skill for all of us. It sure is, yes. Yes. But I want it now. <laughs> yeah, I want it now. <laughs> Number 11, start a media company with Jill and launch at least two products. So I knew even when I was creating this goal that that phrasing was a bit lofty. <laughs> aspirational. Yes, aspirational, <laughs> yes. But we did launch one product, our yeah. uh, yes, How to Make Time for What Fuels You workbook. And yeah, I think we're on our way. You know, I've kind of refined in my mind what I want to be doing with this and podcasts, publications, programs and products, all the P's. So just having that sort of clarity of vision, you know, I think we're on our way. So I'd say three out of five on that one. Awesome. That's great. Yeah. Number 12, refresh my wardrobe each season so I have what I need. I'm going to give myself a three on this one. I really don't like shopping. I like having the clothes and, you know, I would probably wear the same thing every day if I could, but I have made a conscious effort to go to our local consignment store that's really stylish or I've just ordered a couple things online. I'm experimenting with that. I ordered some shoes on Zappos, but I'm kind of on the fence about whether they fit. I'm trying. (laughs) No, that's great. To get what I need. I also don't love shopping, so I understand the the challenge of that. And, yeah, you know. and shoes. I just don't know if I can do online shoe shopping, honestly, because my feet are so wide. Like I put on these flats that I ordered on Zappos. I'm like, oh no! Immediately, I was like, they're too tight on the top. I can't do this. Though. Yeah, that I know. That's <sighs> I share that same challenge. Yeah, even though they have really detailed reviews, and there are people who say that have all kinds of different shaped feet and da da da. And I thought that would work, but no, it's oh, too bad. All right, <laughs> number thirteen: decorate for seasons and holidays. I was gonna give myself a four. I'm gonna do four point five because there was a little bit of a lag, but I have made a lot 
lot of progress on this one this year. Decorating the mantle with just little things to reflect the changing seasons, whether it's Halloween or I'm trying to think, what are some other holidays? Valentine's Valentine's Day. Day. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and Christmas, we've done a really good job. We put up Christmas lights for the first time outside. Pro tip, there are these hooks that you can hang. Instead of doing like screws or nails or anything, you can just get them at the hardware store and there's plastic clips that that hang on your eaves. And then you just, yeah, use this like extender pole, like a broomstick basically, and then just slide the lights onto those things. It's it's really so much easier. Yeah, they're really cheap. And it took us maybe like 30 minutes. That's fantastic. Yeah, all credit to Darren. I say us, but I I supported, but he was the one who actually hung (laughs) some Yes, (laughs) right. It really has made a a difference in boosting my happiness. So it's it's worth it to me. Some folks, they really like abundance with decorations and that makes them happy. For me, simplicity is is my jam. And so I'll just have like a few little things and that really has made a difference. That's great. Yep. Number four. 14. Start a podcast with Darren. And this one I'll give a one because we have consciously not done this yet. We really want to. There's very few husband and wife podcasts out there that we have found that we enjoy. And we feel like we do have a lot to say about partnership and work and life and raising young children and maintaining a relationship where we make each other laugh all the time and cook together and all that stuff. But we have not had time this year because of, you know, our podcast plus a full-time job plus parenting our young children. So. Right. I don't know. It's, it's a hard situation because you have so much to say, but then you also don't have very much free time. Exactly. Which is like kind of the point. And it's like, right. <laughs> I don't know. So I really do still want to start it. What I want to do is start like a just do one episode, try one out and then see how long it mm-hmm. takes and then see if Darren can kind of take the brunt of the editing and things like that. So I can keep doing our podcast. I think it's a great idea. I would definitely listen to it. Thank you. Number 15, back up my computer. And this one gets a big fat zero or not yet. <laughs> I have not done this. I got a new computer. So the old one was just out of sight, out of mind with all my old files oh, on good. it. Yeah. So I really do need to boot that one back up and get the files off of it and then delete some, pare it down and then put the rest on the cloud. Number 16 is print a photo book. I had said of recent highlights and one for the kids of our close family members. But as I was going through, I did start this project. I'm just going to combine that. You know, a lot of the photos I'm picking are pretty recent of our close family members and friends as well. And so I'll give myself a three on this one because it's going to get done by the end of the year. Well, you can give yourself a five. Okay. I'll preemptively give myself a five. Yes. (laughs) Yes. It is more like I was actually gratified in that it was not just like, oh, this is so easy. It took some time to go to people's Facebook profiles and pull some photos and then put them in the album. And right. It, it takes production. work. Yeah. But that'll be really nice to have. Yeah, I think it's going to be great. Number 17, once a month, schedule a catch-up session with one friend I've been out of touch with. And I'll give myself a five. I have nice. caught up with so many friends this year, whether through text or in person when I visited California, scheduling coffees, just making a point of it and having that be on my mind. Like, oh, I haven't seen this person in a while. Let's reach out and schedule a coffee relationships are so so important and I feel as I'm going through like my Christmas list of mailing lists and I'm just thinking like about all the love in my life I'm very grateful for it oh that's wonderful I I like that I might steal that for next year because it is so nice to have that time with with your people and like a dedicated date to catch up yeah and if you do like a quick FaceTime session or a phone call even just one time that year it really is valuable awesome Uh, number 18 put reschool yourself out into the world in some shape or form so I'll give myself a 1.5 to 2 on this one this is one of another one that's been consciously put off or just letting it marinate because I've been thinking Mm -hmm. about how I want to do this and I do think that a book of essays might be the way to go. So I think I've made some progress on that. I certainly haven't put it out there in the way that I want to. But I think also in my mind, like the story hasn't 
finished yet. (laughs) So I think I've been trying Mm -hmm. to put all this pressure on myself, but there's still so much that I'm making sense of and learning that I think it'll be a better story for that. So TBD, but there has been. No, that's great. And you've been, yeah, you've revisited it multiple times and kind of have been actively thinking about it. So definitely deserve credit for that. Mm, Thank you. And number 19, stay current on what's going on in the world every day. And I give myself a one on this one. I have deeply buried my head in the sand this year. And I just rely on Darren as my primary news source because he tells me when anything important is happening. And we have the Echo Show now and it shows headlines. You know, when I'm fixing the kids cereal, I'll see headlines pop up. So that's been my most mostly where I've gotten my news. But I really do want to find that balance or keep finding the balance in the new year of informed enough, but not affecting my mental health because my mental health has been a lot better since I haven't been looking at news all the time I will say but I want to be an engaged citizen at the same time so I know a lot of us are struggling with the same conundrum and I do vote and I you know get informed enough to vote especially talking with Darren about it before he's quite a news junkie and he sees everything so I want to find that balance in the new year Yes, it is. It really is a challenge because I feel like I do go probably more the Darren direction and it's really overwhelming Mm -hmm. and it's very stressful and I I want to be informed, but then I reach a point where it's no longer productive. Yeah. I'm not learning enough to make it worth my mental mental health. Yeah, if there's something like actionable, whether it's a conversation you have with somebody or just like somewhere to put that information that you're learning or a vote that you can do or, you know, you can donate money or affect policy or whatever. I feel like the level that you need to do that is where I want to be. I'm still finding out what sources I need to do that. Yes, that is my list. Awesome. Well, that is a lot of progress. It is. How do you feel about it? I really feel good about it this year. Like I can see, especially around the house, I think that's been the one that I felt the most, that outer order, inner calm, credit to Gretchen Rubin, just feeling lighter and like there's clear surfaces in our house. We have less stuff. I'm proud of myself for also being more self-compassionate. It's still a journey, but learning to like in those moments of stress and anger, just stop and be like, this is hard and acknowledging and validating my feelings about that. It helps to let it go. That's really great. Yes, taking our own advice um, yeah. throughout the year has been helpful yeah. for me as well. I know this podcast is great for accountability because we put it out there and we're like, we know this is the best practice and everyone else knows that we know. And so... Right. We're recommending it to you folks. So, so better try to put also... it into practice. <laughs> yes. Practice what we preach. <laughs> well, Jill, are there goals from this year's list that you're going to be moving to next year's list or that before the year ends, you're going to be trying to accomplish? And what strategies are you using to do that? I think that I am not trying to accomplish anything else on this list before the end of the year. <laughs> Way to go. I, um, <laughs> I mean, sure. Yeah, I'm not sure if I get points for being just like, no, nah, we're done. <laughs> like close shop. <laughs> right. Year is over. Um, because really, the things that I have, on my, I mean, I could actually try to make that medical appointment before the end of the year. That, yeah, you could make it for the New Year. So like setting yourself for up for <laughs> for success in the New Year. Because I really, yeah, that is something that. I have to do. (laughs) But there are a few that I will probably duplicate for next year Mm -hmm. because I've really enjoyed them, like the monthly friend meetups and the local adventure or hike or, you know, some of the semi together things I'll probably adapt a little bit, tweak. But yeah, I think the, I mean, the photo thing, like printing out photos and framing photos, I'm just going to let that go (laughs) and move, move on from that. (laughs) Oh, and I might I might actually reach out to another Spanish tutor as well. If I can do that and the medical appointment scheduling, then I will feel a little bit better about those. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Setting the scene what about for the you? new year. Absolutely. Uh, I'm looking over my list here. 
I will put some form of de-escalate when angry on my list for next year and taking that breath, putting space, you know, practice the pause, as we say, non-reactivity. I think just practice is what's going to make that one happen. Yes. The podcast, I think with Darren, I think we'll record a test episode, maybe not before the year end, but I think at least sometime early in the new year. And back at my computer, I really want to get this one done before the year's end, but it takes so long to go through all those files because each thing you take off your computer is a little decision. Like, do I keep this? Do I throw it away? Like, what do I do with this thing? And it's so stressful. <laughs> so I know. Is there a way to do that in a more automated fashion? I, I guess know. Because, yeah, I'm just like, choosing. I can automate it and like put it all in the cloud, but then it's this cloud clutter. <laughs> I know. I have a lot of cloud clutter yeah, as well, do. but <laughs> I don't think about I it. I know, it right? Out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. And stay current on what's going on in the world every day that's definitely going on the list for next year i think for this year i'll figure out what news sources maybe just start experimenting with the daily podcast or the, right. the skim podcast or up first is a good one okay. as well npr because they're so short i yeah. do receive the skims email and i i like it i just don't open it so i have i one of my goals should be to delete all the hundreds of skim emails that i haven't opened <laughs> Not today. <laughs> Not today. Yeah. I'll have to review the list to see if there's any to move over. But it's nice that, like, I think our bedtime routine is set enough that I don't need to put that on next year's list and the books. You know, nice. I'm already listening to lots of audiobooks. So, and by the way, just for the record, if anyone thinks that audiobooks don't count, then you're missing out because it totally counts. Oh, it's it does. Like, and it's a delight. I, I mean, sometimes audiobooks are better than reading uh, you know, physical books yeah. especially when like a comedian's book like I just finished Ali Wong's book which is super funny yes. and of course she reads and Jonathan or, Van Ness's book yes. is so charming and Brene Brown is she's the best audiobook reader I have ever heard oh she's such a great storyteller she's, yeah she's it feels so like conversational she's in the yeah it feels like she's talking to you it's fantastic Yes. So audiobooks 100% count. Yes. Don't let anyone tell you they don't. <laughs> yes. And if you still doubt it, then like, what about people who are blind? Like, you really think that they're not able to get the content? Like, you really think it doesn't count for them to listen to the audiobooks? No, shame on you. <laughs> shame on you. <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> so how are you doing on your own list of goals or your 19 for 2019? Tell us which strategies have worked for you by emailing us at podcast at semitogether.com. Now it's time for Get It Together, Got It Together, a segment where we share something that's going well for us right now and something that we'd like to work on. So I will go first. My Get It Together is still not arranging my mornings to leave the house by 7.30 a.m. on the weekdays, so I have more creative and gym time that's dedicated and not interrupted by children. And Darren has been telling me this for months and months, maybe even a year, that just if I leave at the same time as he and Evan do, then I can have time at the office or time at the gym. And Avery's at school instead of just doing what I want to do is having my coffee and being on the couch and then getting deep into creative work. And then by the time we leave, it's like 8.30. And the time that I have at home that's interrupted is even though the duration is longer, it's not nearly as productive as it would be uninterrupted by myself. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, it's it's hard to get out the door that early, but I can see how it would be valuable yes. in the long run. I also have to now budget time for Avery's newfound independence because she oh. wants to do everything herself, getting dressed, getting into the car, buckling her seatbelt, and it's <laughs> maddening. <laughs> it's like this independence is a wonderful thing. Yes, it's a but... developmental milestone is what I tell myself every day, but it, it like triples the time it takes to get out the door. So I have to budget that time. <laughs> 
Oh, allow bless. her to be her. <laughs> anyway, well, my got it together is starting holiday prep earlier and scaling it back. A couple years ago, I told Darren I was not looking forward to the Christmas holidays like I used to. I was dreading them. And he's like, look, that's unacceptable to me. What can we do about that? Which I so appreciate about him. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I made a Christmas cheer. It was 2017. So I called it Christmas cheer 2017, a spreadsheet that was a list of all the holiday to do so I could see what to delete, like what really wasn't actually important to me and then what to do in what order. And this year, for example, last couple of years, we've gotten the kids Santa pictures, like not at a studio or not at like a professional place. We've got to line up and dress up the kids and all that. We just go to this local candy place that has Santa sitting there for a few hours and then it's free. You take your own pictures and then you like get hot chocolate and pick up some candy and it's the best. That's <laughs> so low key. Oh my yes. gosh. What a smart person who came up with that. <laughs> I, know. I know some people who are listening, no judgment, if your thing is to go to the studio and all that and it's meaningful to you, that seriously is awesome. For me, it's not. It's just nice to have a picture of the kids with Santa. And so it's such a low-key thing. We were in and out in just a few minutes and it was like my heart sang because <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have stood in line so before great. for a long time. And yeah, it's a big production. And I also reached out to people in advance for addresses for Christmas cards. And usually it's like right before we send the Christmas cards and then I'm like stressed about the time timeline and so like this time we have the address list set and then before we even print the Christmas card so I'm very proud oh pro tip that I wanted to share that I didn't last year is that you can have the printer send the Christmas cards out and I know the ideal way to do it would be to hand write a note on each card and hand address the envelopes and that's awesome if you have the time for that if you don't you can send a spreadsheet of the addresses to the printer and they will send them out for you and charge you the shipping which is such an amazing hack yeah and can be the difference between sending the cards and not sending the cards so exactly, there you go. exactly. If you can do that in a way that makes it easier on you, that's fantastic. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm very impressed with your your list, and also like, has it made your holidays more joyful? Oh my gosh, it has. Yes, of course, there have been moments of stress, and that has helped me to go into the season knowing there will be moments of stress, just by the virtue of like, there's a lot going on, there's a lot to do before the end of the season, but. Overall, there have been fewer things to do. And the ones that are there are ones that are important to me. So even though there's a lot, it's ones I've intentionally chosen. I'm not doing out of obligation. That's wonderful. That makes me super happy. Yay. Well, Joe, what is your get it together, got it together? My get it together is I feel like our apartment has just kind of gone to hell the last few weeks. (laughs) I look around sometimes and I'm like, is this a frat house? What happened to our apartment? (laughs) It's not quite that bad. It's not quite a college apartment, but it's been a bit hectic and chaotic. So Brian and I have both been busy with work and social events and other projects. And I feel like I'm just constantly kicking the can like, oh, I will put that laundry away next week or I'll find a home for those things in a few days and then it doesn't happen. (laughs) So we have guests coming in a few weeks. So that will be a good motivator to make some time, tidy things properly and stop avoiding or putting off some of those items so it's been a little stressful just to look around and nothing is in its place and (laughs) it's a state of chaos oh it's hard when you work from home too because then you're just there all the time and you know it's more time for things to accumulate (laughs) i know and then of course like when i do take time like this morning i did take some time to do some laundry to put away dishes all that stuff then i feel guilty that i'm not doing my paid work at you know 11 a.m or whatever it is so it's kind of a cycle yeah well having guests is such a great cutoff time and that's why we clean up our house a lot of the times when we have friends coming over, visitors. Yes, yes, absolutely. So that is a work in progress. My <laughs> got it together is putting together some fun celebrations for Brian's birthday this month. Oh, yay. 
Yeah, so that's fun. And, you know, he has a birthday right before Christmas, so I feel like there's often a lot going on and people are often gone and there's lots of Christmas holiday things that are taking up people's time and energy. So I do try to make sure that we do a couple fun things for his celebration that are separate from from Christmas and New Year's. Mm -hmm. So on his actual birthday, the 20th, we're both um, taking advantage of our self-employed status and we're taking the day off work, which will be nice. I planned a couple of fun surprises and we'll do that and then we're hanging out with some friends for food and drink next weekend so I'm, I'm looking forward to both those things so luckily for me um, gifts is not either of our love language mm-hmm. which I'm very grateful for <laughs> yes because that's not where I excel so mm-hmm. we both value experiences quality time mm-hmm. um, so that's what that's what I'm focusing on so I feel good about those plans oh, it's so nice in the craziness of the holiday season you're still making a point of planning stuff especially for Brian that's really nice oh thanks it'll be great well, that is it for this episode of Semi Together. You can find show notes at semitogether.com with a recap of this episode. As always, please send us feedback. Let us know how the strategies that we share about making progress in your goals and also being more self-compassionate when you don't are working for you. Email us at podcast at semitogether.com or send us a voice memo. You can also leave a comment on our Instagram or Facebook page at semitogether. We'd also love it if you would subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Thanks for listening to Semi Together, because take it from us, you have it more together than you think you do. Yay for us on our, our goals this year. I, feel I like know, for real. It's I'm really, really excited for us. Yeah, it's good to just feel it and see it in black and white on our, on, on our list that yeah. we made progress. Yeah, I, I love this list. I'm already like noodling what I want to do for next year. And it's just, it's such a great way to focus on things that are important to you. I know. I have a Google Doc going. I feel like Every time that something pops into my head, I stick it in the Google oh, Doc for 2020. Smart. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how many I have so far, but probably too many. <laughs> At least they're captured. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then you can narrow and you can always, you know, do some next year or whatever. For sure. <laughs> awesome. <laughs>